Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm joined by Paul Harrigreaves, author of The Fourth Bottom Line, flourishing in the new era of compassionate leadership. Uh, welcome to the show, Paul. Good to be here, Shane. Thanks for having me. So uh, to kick things off, could you tell me a little bit about your background and what you do? Okay, so I came into business through the charitable sector, which is probably an unusual route to take. Um, I did work in the inner city in London for many, many years and ran out of money, basically. So started selling artisan food products to uh, small retailers in and around London. And I guess because I came from the charitable sector, I did have this sense that business was actually letting many people down. (laughs) Uh, As many of the problems I was dealing with prior to that was due to the failings of business and government. So came into the business world wanting to make a difference. Um, we took on people with, probably some people would call them unemployable people in the, the first instance. And that's kind of been part of the DNA of the, the business really ever since. Now, I'd started with a business partner for a couple of years. Um, he left after that time and I, f- I fell away from that that purpose, but um, came back to it in in more recent years. And we're, we're now a, a B Corp. I don't know if you've heard of B Corp. Can, can explain a bit more about that later if you want. And um, you know, we are in a in a small way. We're still a you know reasonably small company with only a hundred or so people, um, but we are making a difference in the world in 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 whatever ways we can these days. That's great. Thanks. So um, before we get into discussing the book, uh, what inspired you to write it and what is the key message you want people to take away from it? So that's my second book and it really came out of of writing the first, which was to talk about the triple bottom line of people, planet and profit. It was as I was writing the the first book that I I kind of realised as I was writing it that actually, yes, this is great. We can decide to do these things and make the world better through business. But it can only go so far if people, the leaders of those businesses, really change themselves and understand and uh, are more compassionate, more empathetic, more humble. So that's what I've called the fourth bottom line, really, which is the personal change required in those business leaders in order to actually change the world more passionately and more powerfully. So in the book, you've listed uh, 50 essential leadership qualities. So I might just get you to talk about a few of them, uh, starting with self-awareness, which is the first of the 50. So why did you choose that for the first quality? That's a good question, because really that is the only one that is deliberately in, in <laughs> as the first one. So just to explain to the, the listeners, the, the book's organised, basically the plan is that people read a short chapter a day uh, for 50 days on, on the 50 different characteristics. So you, you, you're right to, to highlight that. I, I do think that without some self-awareness, you know, leaders are going to struggle 
to change because unless you know your weaknesses and strengths, of course, um, how are you going to know where to to prioritize the personal change? So yes, it is there for a reason. And I've seen leaders over the years who have very little self-awareness. And to be honest with you, they make very poor leaders. The, the ones I've seen as better leaders are those who are open and vulnerable and prepared to know where what they're not good at, which in my case is, is quite a lot, and um, look to, to be humble enough to, to make those changes and to be honest with the people they're leading to say look I'm not <laughs> this is something you're better at than me and I think that makes for much better leadership yeah so um the next one I'll talk about is compassion which is in the title of the book so could you yeah. explain what compassion is in leadership well I think for me let, let me give you a story to, to answer that question so for me yes it's one of those words that everyone knows but how much we know of it I don't know so for, for me a big kind of introduction to compassion is when I was doing a talk and put up a slide on the, the screen of, of uh, it was some Bangladeshi people who'd been washed out of their homes by rising uh, floodwaters and I felt I for really for the first time I, I, I started not for the first time crying, of course. First time I started crying when I was actually meant to be talking. Um, and I couldn't carry on with the talk because I was just overcome with, I guess, love for those people. And, and, and for the first time, realised that the, the damage we're doing to the planet is actually ruining people's lives and in, in some cases killing them. Um, and that sense of compassion for those powerless people in the world um, was something that you know, started to, to affect me from that day. And I, and, uh, and I think you need that internal drive in order to, to change the way you do things. Because if it's just a mental thing, uh, yes, we can put right a strategy and make plans. But I think you only really get that drive to change things when there's something deeper within you than that. And, and love and compassion is one of those things that will will drive you to to make changes in, in your business. And since that day, we have been a lot more um, strident in, in terms of changing our business in order to reduce carbon and to reduce our environmental impact. Yeah, so uh, the next one I'll ask you about is vulnerability. Um, so why do you think this is an essential quality for leadership? I used to think leaders was, uh, this probably comes from my days on the sports field, really. Um, I was quite often the captain of football teams and things. And uh, the that kind of leadership was all about being strong and not vulnerable, really, and being quite shouty, probably, in my case. Yeah. <laughs> being a very noisy uh, central defender. Um You know, that was probably, and probably, to be fair, you know, politicians and, teachers at school and other leaders I run across were, were probably all a bit like that they were generally very always male as well and white um but I think as as time's gone on I've, I've realized that yes there is an aspect of you know we've had some dark days in the business and to some degree in those times you've got to be strong on behalf of other people and, and help them through it but I think most of the time it's much more helpful to those you're leading to 
to to know that they they you're human. The, the trouble is with being one of those kind of iconic, over masculine leaders that doesn't show vulnerability is it's very difficult for people to trust you when you're like that. I think if you show emotion, show that you're a human being just like them, I think it engenders a lot more trust from those that you're leading and and therefore they're more likely to to be one with you and follow you and do the things they need to do. So I think it's um, vulnerability is really, really important. And I haven't got a problem showing vulnerability in front of my team. I have, you know, I have shown emotion, both um, positive and sometimes <laughs> negative when things aren't going well. But uh, yeah, I think the days of that over-masculinized macho leadership are well and truly gone, to be honest with you. And just finally on the uh, individual days in the book, uh, let's ask you about interdependence and why you think that's another necessary quality. Yeah, so I think there's a sense, and there's another chapter on on being connected as well, so they're similar in, in a way. I, I, You know what? I think the, um, the COVID pandemic has probably helped us all realise our huge interdependence as, as human beings on this planet um if an incident in a, a fish market in wuhan can impact the whole world that just shows how interdependent we are so i think a sense of you know we tend to put ourselves in boxes we we live our lives in western cities we don't see the impact that our waste has on other communities in the world and i think that's due to our lack of interdependence i think when we really understand our nature as human beings that we are interconnected not only with the other humans on the planet after all everything you know just looking around at things on my desk a lot of this is made in other countries people are working probably in some cases not great situations to make those things but also with nature i mean how how much has that become more obvious recently that everything we do has an impact on nature and i think we've created these divisions between ourselves and nature and the other creatures on the on the planet and i think learning our interdependence will be massively helpful in in both reducing inequality in the world and also hopefully moving forward on climate change or reversing climate change should i say so uh, the book's been out a few months now so i was just wondering what sort of impact it's had uh, for example have you been like contacted by anyone who's changed your leadership style after reading the book? Yeah, I mean, you know, you write a book to, don't, you don't write a book to make money. They don't, by the way. Um, but <laughs> the, 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 the kind of pleasure of doing it, obviously, it's a, a project I wanted to do anyway. But yes, I've had lots of nice emails from people saying that they've been particularly impacted by different chapters in the book. And I'm starting to get opportunities to talk into areas outside of the ones I'm used to in in kind of business. So, for example, um, as a result of someone buying the book, or it's actually his wife buying the book for him as a present, um, I've been invited to talk to about 300 head teachers at a conference next year, which is obviously an area I'm not used to speaking into. So... Yeah, I think um, whilst it's prim- in my head, I was primarily writing to, to business leaders with the book. I think it's, it's applicable across all leadership, really. Yeah. So um, 
what are your plans for the future? Do you plan to continue writing? Um, <laughs> I think um, writing your books a bit like, well, not that I know, but it's a bit like having a baby. When you've just produced one, you probably don't want to do another one for a while. Um, but um, I think, yeah, probably, I, I think probably if I write another book, I'd probably like it to be a collaboration with, with other people and, um, yeah. you know, across different sectors. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I've got my own businesses that I'm still running, uh, which is most of my life, but I also spend some time speaking into other businesses and, and helping them become better, more sustainable and and more future-proofed, really. That's great, Paul. Thanks. And just finally to finish up, uh, where can people find out more about you and what you do? So the best way is my uh, website, which is paulhargreaves.co.uk. Um, that's my kind of speaking, writing website. And then if you want to know more about our businesses, um, probably best to find me on LinkedIn, uh, which is Paul W. Hargreaves. And then uh, our two businesses, the wholesale and the, the retail side, are both um, linked to me there. That's great. Thanks. Uh, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Shane. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.